Hello, 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 and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, and just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. This is episode 47, and I am feeling great because this is another great episode. I collabed with Black Married Fly, troublemaker from the show. We had a discussion. It's going to be the reply to men love ultimatums. So basically on that show, if you listen to it, you heard me ask somebody if they wanted to have a conversation about it. Troublemaker responded. We had a show about it. It's that easy. Yes, it's that easy. So we have a conversation about it. Just continue to listen to hear that. Um, again, again, I am approaching my year podsversary. I'm so excited. It means so much to me to have been doing this for so long thus far. Oh my God, this is amazing. So you have options. You know, it seems to be the thing to do when someone hits their one year anniversary or whatever anniversary they're hitting, people give them shout outs. Um, We all know that Crystal Clear does not like extra work necessarily. (laughs) So um, I am going to give people options. You can either go on iTunes, rate and comment there. Uh, to show your appreciation of me making my one year in podcasting or you may go to your favorite episode and comment there regarding um, my one year anniversary and just what you appreciate about the show or you can email me a voice recording of your shout out or whatever you want to say in regards to my one year podsversary. I really appreciate any and everything that you guys decide to do. It's up to you. I want to give you options. All right. So my email address to send me a voice recording is thecrystalclear at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L-C-L-E-A-R at gmail.com. Email me. All right. I got that out of the way. I don't believe there's any other announcements that I need to make as of right now, only that I have a guest, so this will be a longer episode, and thanks for coming back, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode, because I did. Uh, I appreciate everyone who's been a guest on my show thus far. I will give you guys shout-outs on my um, one-year podsversary episode. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm really appreciative of the community right now and um, just grateful. Y'all know I'll be grateful. <laughs> All right, get into the episode. Thank you. All right. Hello and welcome back to Crystal Clear the Podcast. Today I have with me troublemaker from black married and fly say hello hey how you doing all right so uh maybe two weeks ago i did a show called men love ultimatums and on that show i basically said if anybody wanted to like have this conversation about like this this thing with ultimatums and why it seems to work (laughs) why men are ready to get serious when women are ready to throw in the towel and troublemaker he was like hey i want to be i want to be that guest i want to talk about it so i welcome him to the show because i really want to talk about it i want to get a better understanding of it because it's madness as far as i'm concerned yeah what you were saying like the conversation you were having with your guests it just really resonated me with me and then you reached out and and i was like oh if i can get involved i want to get involved sure yeah thank you for having me absolutely absolutely I, i love you know having conversations I love having conversations with other podcasts. It's just, it's awesome to me that we get to do this. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Welcome on my show. And I'm glad you took the time out and you were able to come on. So happy to have you. So let's start. So just, I guess in general, like, what do you think about like ultimatums? Do you, did you agree with us or did you disagree with us with the conversation? I mean, to be honest, like, in my relationship, me and my wife have been married for two years, and 
uh, things things got kind of bad before they got good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't get to the ultimatum level that that, that guest that on that episode that you had did, but um, I think I think with ultimatums, guys, a lot of guys have to operate off of ultimatums because sometimes our vision about what's going on is like completely different than uh, our spouse or significant other. So we think things might be smooth, and if you talk to the spouse, like it's like things are like a hurricane. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I, I get that. I, I feel like it's like a, I'm not a miscommunication, but I think it's just the way women see things and the way men see things are like totally different. And we always end up on the opposite end. I really think that's really just how it just works out. It sucks because I guess the entirety of the relationship, both parties are going to try to be getting to the point where they can see eye to eye. But it's a struggle because the experience is just so different. Men can't be women and women can't be men. And so it's it's a struggle. Right. It's a struggle. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. So I guess you kind of answered it, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, do you think ultimatums are effective or ineffective? Because I got a few people that commented on the show and they said that ultimatums would not work for them. I I think a lot of that has to do with like if it, if we're talking about a relationship, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, what headspace a guy's in, like what his goals are within the relationship and things like that. I think if you have a guy that uh, you know if it's a woman and she wants to get married to a guy or whatever, and she's like, hey, what's going on with this? Da da da, and he has no desire to get married, an ultimatum's not going to work. It's just going to like force him out of the situation um, that he was comfortable in in the first place. Um, with other people, you know. Like if if that's his end goal, like maybe it's a little hint that he needs to get his, get get uh get the move on and, and start making those moves and and uh, get serious. So I think I just think it depends on the relationship and and what somebody's trying to accomplish within the relationship. Yeah, I think I think it's about maturity. Yeah, and so I guess that's the thing for me. So if I was the woman uh, in that particular situation, I would feel like. The fact that I had to do or had to give an ultimatum, I would probably assume that he wasn't serious about the relationship. Like, I feel like um, most of my single life and dating life, I based a lot of things off of, I guess, what I got back from the person. So if, if the guy, you know, wasn't calling or, you know, if he wasn't doing a lot of stuff, like I was picking up on hints that maybe weren't intended to be hints. So I was getting out of a relationship just because I didn't feel like the attention uh, was where it should have been if somebody was into me or not. So like based upon me feeling like I had to give an ultimatum, I probably would have just left it where it was and went my own way because I would have just felt like, okay, if, if the guy was serious, I wouldn't have to do all of this. And, and that's just me and how I look at things or whatever. I know everybody's different. But, yeah, I just feel like that would be me trying to force something that maybe wasn't natural, wasn't going to happen anyway. And I don't know about other women, but for me, it's like if he wasn't going to do, if he wasn't gonna do it, I don't want to ask him to do it so he can do it. Yeah, no, I, I feel what you're saying on that. I think that's valid. I think that goes back to, like, somebody's life experiences, though. You know, right. like, in your way, you, I, I like to think that when you were, you know, sort of looking for a man, you were looking for a man with X qualities. And I think that in a lot of situations, women, especially black women, they have to lead in almost every atmosphere that they're in because, like, as far as the world views them, like, they're they're at the bottom of the totem pole, especially in America. Like, I don't want to get too too political about it, but I feel like they're looked at you know as as the lowest even though they're some of the brightest smartest you know people in the world but they have to conduct themselves in a way where it's like i have to lead i have to do these things if nobody nobody's going to do them if i don't do them type of situation so when you're looking for a mate you want somebody probably going to match that that same kind of energy so you shouldn't have to tell him necessarily oh i need you to do this i need you to do that he should be able to infer a lot of that type of stuff so i can understand where you're coming from yeah and and not to say that my way was perfect because I, I, I feel like, like I said, like I was taking hints, hints that were not intended for me to take. So a lot of things because of maybe it was my feelings or whatever, because I didn't feel like the guy's level of energy in pursuing me was at a certain place. I was bagging away and they were like, well, no, that's not what that meant. And I don't, what, why are you running or whatever? And maybe it was just the fear of rejection, maybe. And me just running off, okay, so I don't feel like he's feeling me, so I'm gone because he should be doing this, and he not. So, you know, and you run off yeah. because you don't have time. You don't want to be played with. 
So I think it was like the the, the mix of that, you know, kind of just protecting yourself from like a heartbreak. So as soon as you felt like you weren't getting what you thought you should have, you were running off. But that that's probably insecurity too. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not going to say that was the best way. I just know that was my way uh, at that time. So I'm just trying to be reasonable for the listeners, you know. So, so let me ask you this then. Do you, do you think that women, it's okay for women to give ultimatums? If, if, if it comes to that, it is okay. But I don't, I, for me personally, I feel like it's okay. But in my personal experience, I wouldn't do it because I feel like he's given me enough signs to where I don't think he wants what I want. Mm. So especially if we've okay. been, we've been doing it for a long, if we've been in a relationship for a while and um, me knowing my expectations, me knowing my own insecurities of what I would fear in a relationship or if a man wasn't interested, I feel like he would have given me enough of the uh, disinterest or just like the lack of goals in as far as where we are going to where I would have kind of broken away, broke away, me personally, because I just don't, I don't understand. Now, mind you, me and my husband <clears throat> were together for... <laughs> We were together for like seven years before we got married, but I was not rushing marriage, if that makes you sense. You guys were like together together, like dating? Dating, like, so we, we were together together dating for like, I'm going to say like five years. And then we, we moved in together probably like that sixth year where he proposed. And then maybe a year and a half later, we were actually getting married. Okay. So, but I, I wasn't, I wasn't like pursuing marriage because we were serious if that okay. makes sense i wasn't and once i realized we were serious and we were going to like be married that's kind of when i was like moving things along or you know because it's like i'm so weird so i i think if you listen to the show ever i was raised in the church so there was always mm-hmm. this mindset of shacking up you're not supposed to shack up it's not in the bible yeah. all that stuff whatever so like when we were dating i was fine we lived separately I didn't care. Like, we, we don't have to be, you know, engaged or we don't have to. This doesn't have to be the case. Like, we knew we wanted to be together, but it wasn't like I had to be married. That was never the thing. But once he proposed, once we were living together, that's when I felt like I probably tried to accelerate it. You tried to accelerate it? Yeah, once we were, like, actually living together. Because then I got uncomfortable. Because then I was shacking up. Oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so it, it's it's weird like that. But be, before then, like, it, the time that was going by, like, I didn't say, oh, my God, you know, like, we should be married by now. Like, that just wasn't me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that. So, how, how, did you, how did you accelerate that? Was it something he was just, like, feeling like an energy shift or, or did you say, hey, what's going on or how'd that work? No, no, no. So, when he, when we decided to move together, he asked like when would when do you think when do you think we should be a good time like an idea as far as like us being married when he even we even were talking about uh moving together and I was like because uh, we, we we were that serious so it's like we were serious and we knew we wanted to be together but it was never like we have to get married before we we start planning a future so we were laid back in that aspect. I, I, it's hard to explain, but we kind of knew. So I was like, well, I don't know. Like, however, I guess long it takes to kind of like plan and get something together as far as like planning a wedding or whatever. So he was like, okay. So I think that conversation was probably had in like beginning of 2000, no, like end of 2006. Um, he moved in 2007. He was proposing December 2007 which made it official and once he proposed that's when i feel like i um accelerated like the uh, the planning of the relate like the marriage and stuff like that because at that point we're engaged and living together and that's when i was like okay we shaking up because we're not officially married and what are we doing you know so that's yeah. when i feel like it was accelerated but before then we were on like no pace like we were just going with the flow 
No, I, I feel what you're saying. I, I think the mistake that a lot of couples make, and I've made this mistake, you know, before in previous relationships, is like when you're doing that going going with the flow thing, but you're not talking to your significant other about what your thoughts are, or how you feel, or, or what your end goals are with a relationship. Um, people can end up on two different pages. So, like what I like to call it, you know, is a come to Jesus meeting. Like you guys sit down after a certain amount of time after you feel like you could be with this person. It's like, look, these are the things that I want to end up doing long term. This is where I see this going long term. Like, how do you feel? What are your thoughts? That way, like, you don't have to dish out an ultimatum because you can talk about it right then and there, and then both of you can decide. Like, okay, is this something we want to keep doing, or is this something that's going to end up being a waste of time for somebody? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, I I do I do think that's important, but like an ultimatum, I feel like comes out of frustration. Mm-hmm. And my guest, uh, basically, their situation was she lives in Houston, and and the guy lives in Philadelphia, so oh, wow. it was more of a we need to be in one place. You know, and I'm tired of going back and forth and I'm tired of you going back and forth. And I think when the baby came or whatever, I think I guess when it just didn't feel like he was trying to move to Houston, because I think that was the agreement. That's when the issue became, okay. what do you want to do? You know, and I think that came from frustration. And I don't I guess because of the frustration, that's where the ultimatum, you know, was like this is this is what it is you either gonna do this or you're not you know i don't necessarily i don't necessarily feel like she needed a marriage from it i just think she needed to know what he wanted to do because i think they had to pick what 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 state they were going to live in you know yeah yeah i think that's really where that was you know like where are you gonna be you need to get here by this day if you're going to be mm-hmm. here. You know, I'm not doing this back and forth with you. It's too hard, you know. And I think right. that's what it ultimately was. But then it just happened to result in a proposal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think it comes from frustration. And I don't feel like that's where I want to, you know, take it. I, I don't want to be frustrated for me to be like, okay, I don't, I'm tired of this. And if you don't get it together, it's over. Period. And then you come running. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. That's yeah. that sucks, and I know that's the way it is. I know that's the way it happens, and like going to counseling right now or whatever, because you know, adding a baby. You know, the baby's three at this point, but just having a baby and going through like that that first year, I feel like separated us. You know, we were married or whatever, mm-hmm. we were committed to a relationship or whatnot, but like that change just took us to two different places mentally, and. Yeah going to counseling and realizing that you know what he wanted from me and what I wanted from him was totally different and even yeah. if, and if even if it was the same it was different so <laughs> it was like even if we had the same goal it was like extremely different on how we were going to get there so uh, basically the doctor or the counselor or the therapist he was like well Crystal if there's things that you want from your husband you need to tell him and I'm like well if I have to tell him then I don't really want it you know and he was like well you can you can hope for what you want or you can ask for what you want and so in that right I agree with ultimatums I had ultimatums that's something like pushing the nuclear button that's usually and because they come from women more oftentimes than they come from men at least in my observation it's, it's about a communication breakdown like usually typically like so a significant other has tried like every single way that they know how without like you know getting violent or something like that to let let the other person know how they feel about something and it's just not being received to the point that they have to you know uh pull the ultimatum so i i agree with that 100 percent um as far as counseling goes though i would i would recommend that to any couple like there, there was a guy that told me one time like he'd been married for 27 years and he, him and his wife were in counseling. I was like, oh, dang. He's like, no, our marriage is in the best place that it's ever been, but you can always get better and you can always learn things about your spouse um, when you guys are in a safe place where you can con- uh, where you can speak to somebody who might be a relationship expert or someone who, who knows how to communicate with both of you. Right. I think that's important. No, I think I think counseling is awesome. Like, I, like you said, any couple can benefit from it. Unfortunately, it's just like, you know, you hear, I often hear the story where, one of the people don't think they need it so because and and that's obviously because they're looking at it as a bad thing like oh something's wrong 
with one of us to why we would need counseling in the first place. And that's not true. So, yeah, so that's the unfortunate thing. But, yeah, if, if you know, everybody can get over, you know, their ideas of what counseling is, I feel like everybody will benefit from that type of thing. I, I truly recommend it. It's It's been a beautiful thing, and it's just helped out in so many different ways. And, I mean, I don't – I feel like any change, any change you go through, whether – it's moving to a new place or it's changing jobs, losing a job, adding a child, you know, whatever the case, anything that can affect the relationship, there's the counselor that can help you through it. And absolutely. Yeah. I would recommend it. But to just the you got I guess stay on track of this ultimatum stuff. So yeah, I think we worked that out. I think we covered that really, really good. Whether it be ineffective or effective sometimes it's required sometimes it's not you know it just depends on the person ultimately Mm -hmm. so next question well we we, i'm gonna skip it because we already kind of talked about it like should women have to do all that i'm gonna say no women should not have to do all of that but i guess if you want uh the situation then i guess you have to (laughs) you know if if you want it yeah you do um shouldn't a man take the woman serious in the first place so i guess when you have to give a man an ultimatum i would assume there's a place in that man where he's not being serious about the relationship or about the woman do you agree with that thought i i don't want to but yeah i i I agree with that (laughs) yeah like my like just some insight on our relationship um me and my like I said, I've been married for two years. Probably after year one, and I don't, I don't know. Very few people know this, but um, I was at work. She sent me this long Facebook note, and I read it. And like she was talking about going back to California, like that's where she's from, and all this other kind of stuff. And it got me super concerned. Like I walked out of my job and called her on the phone, and we had like a serious conversation. And that was like sort of her ultimatum. Like it wasn't gonna be like a divorce type of situation. She was just like, I need you to figure head out and and the problem I had was that like for me as far as our communication goes she would tell me something we would have an argument about it I'd receive it or whatever and then it would seem like things went back to normal so because things looked like they were back to normal for me I was like all right we're good you know but the reality was the problem was still there and some of the things she was taking issue with like my actions didn't reflect that I had changed in some of those things mm-hmm. you know so um a woman shouldn't have to pull an ultimatum. I know there are some people, like, in their communication style, like, that's the first thing they reach for. I think that's problematic. But yeah. I think typically most people, um, uh, a man needs to take a woman, like, at her word. I think a lot of times women are easy. They're, they're better at hiding um, problems or pain points than guys might be, mm-hmm. you know. But and, and that's what causes maybe a man to be confused about, like, communication. He's like, okay, she's acting normal, so everything's fine. And that's yeah. Yeah. But see, that's this is why I think counseling is so important because, like, so I think naturally we go back to our default settings. So, like, there's an issue, we talk about it, it's important for, like, a month, maybe two, and then everybody eases up, and then you're back to, you know, your bad habits, you know? So, I think that's why counseling is, is so important because, like, however often you go, like, you're always checking in. You're always, like trying to like okay so where do we go like are we still working on this did we forget about this is just still an issue and so you're always checking in so it's like you can't cut it off like you always you you have to keep working at the issue until you know you break you've broken the old habit and you know you basically have like something new that you can do that's actually beneficial to the relationship so i think you know it's so easy like i think a lot of women will say you know like say for instance a man was cheating and you know the woman kept him and she he apologized and she forgave and you know he's doing everything to regain her trust but then like once she's not tripping anymore and you know doing all the obvious you know fearful things that you know come from a man cheating he's like okay i can go back to what i used to do and then no you can't you know because as soon as you do you know maybe her her uh trust issues come back or whatnot so it's just like you can't you can't do stuff temporarily just for you know just to fix it for the moment because as soon as the woman sees like the old signs those old feelings or those old concerns are going to come back up so Mm -hmm. 
it's very true you know what what's going on there like women do have their pain very well but like at a certain point i think it's harder for us to deal with what's causing the pain yeah i think i think you said something like fairly important though there with um uh, appeasing like a symptom i think guys naturally it's like okay i see what appears to be a problem let me make it look like it's not a problem anymore rather than like treating the actual problem we just treat the symptoms mm. so the second woman looks like she's going back to normal we think things are, are rectified and and like you said about counseling counseling to me is like it's almost like a personal trainer like for a relationship right the person is the one that's going to hold you accountable a lot of the time even as your spouse does also so it helps problem faster right 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 so yeah yeah no like <laughs> when you just said when, when you addressed what i said like you really like for real that um you can't you have to fix the actual issue you you have to and that's scary because like yeah. women don't necessarily i don't feel like women necessarily want to like uh be on a man's case about different things because I, I feel like you know you want your man to be a man like be a man do what you're supposed to do I, I don't want to just, you know, watch over everything you do. I don't want to feel like I'm watching you or whatever. So yeah. it's like if you are taking care of what you know the issue is, then that gives me relief. You know, I don't have to worry about what you're doing or whatever because I trust you. And I, I really wish like men just didn't like they didn't do the pretend thing where they're, you know, just treating the symptoms. You know, I really wish that happened and it was like 100 percent and that was done and not just the. I'm doing this for a little while because she on my case. I really wish that yeah. was the case because it sucks. But yeah. So, so with this being said, like, shouldn't men take women serious? So, just today, while I was, you know, looking at Twitter, uh, there was this uh, back and forth on Twitter with Issa Rae and some guy who has who now listed himself as LeVar Ball. <laughs> and and uh, Issa Rae said, like, um, vulnerability is so attractive and the guy came back and um quoted her tweet and was like women really have no clue what they want none and you're just like and she said um i just said it men don't listen (laughs) you know And, and i'm just like wow so for me i'm just like i feel like it's hard for a lot of men to to see something from one woman and not like categorize us all women in that one you know they categorize us all as one like they have one experience and that's all women and i think it's very hard for men to not do that you know yeah yeah i mean to be honest like i thought some of that exchange was kind of corny on his part like if i'm being completely real but like I, I mean, it's this kind of the stereotype that that women are like, you know, we're we're all a good man at da, da da da, and you know, guys are like, you know, we're out here. But then there are a lot of guys who, based on one relationship, one incident they had, even as far as like high school, where they got hurt, and you know, now every woman is the devil, and they all trying to just get you and all this other kind of stuff. It's like I don't I don't know who hurt you, bro. Like maybe you need some therapy or something like that. But it's not fair to stereotype like a whole like gender because of one one or two situations you had you need to like do some self-examination and see like why you were in that situation in the first place right and also it's like so i guess what i also got from that is like maybe he thought that oh women want strong men or women want men to take care of the house and like and i i think that goes into like the conversation like can men be vulnerable and you know a lot of times a lot of men will feel like they can't because you know who who is gonna you know get things done if if they're somewhere always inspecting their feelings and you know discussing them and talking about them and what you know and then they're just like well how can I be a real man and I just think I think it's I guess for men it's hard because there's this balance like okay yes you know um, women want a good provider and they want like a strong man but at the same time they they know you're a human you have to have feelings you care about things there's there's things that are important to you and we're not you know i i expect my husband to talk about those things you know i i expect that we can have a conversation about that and i'm not taking anything from him if if you know something really bothers him 
you know, if something hurts him or whatnot, I'm not taking anything from him. I want to have that right. conversation. That's that's what that is what will connect us even deeper. If you know he feels like he can have those conversations with me, so I kind of felt like maybe he was getting mixed signals. So it was hard for him personally to keep up with what women want mm-hmm. when he shouldn't really be worrying about what women want. Be who you are, and maybe you'll find a woman who accepts that. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Just be yourself, and if the person you know will accept you for who you are, then you know hopefully it'll work out. But I, th- I think what he kind of he probably misinterpreted what I believe Issa was saying, which is. Um, women, at least in a relationship, they want a man that's vulnerable with them because vulnerability, right. um, to me, is a sign of trust. Mm-hmm. Women want, want a man that that they know is going to trust them, and, and vice versa. Somebody who, because like, you know, being a black man, like in this country, like being vulnerable with everybody is kind of stupid. Like it's it's not something you can really afford, or or you know, it's not a good way to operate. And that's the same way with black women too. Um, so I don't think it's a situation where she wants somebody who's who's weak or can't handle business or something like that or is vulnerable or in his feelings with everybody like it's kind of neurotic to me i think the situation where um she wants to know that like you said you know you're a human being you have you have issues and problems and feelings and you should be able to discuss them with your significant other somebody you trust i think a guy who can step out of his own masculinity like that um with somebody he cares about i think that's a positive trait yes absolutely but he thought okay women want a weak man but then they want a strong man yeah i feel like i I feel like that's exactly what happened in his head and that's what came that's what triggered that comment yeah yeah like no like you you literally we we, if he was honest he would know that he was both but you know i guess i guess it's kind of hard to you know understand that you're 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 everything like you you are both you know strong and weak and you know you're both smart and dumb you know you're everything like it, it you're you're compilation of everything there is but you know people either way so i think when we ask the question about shouldn't a man take a woman seriously in the first place that answers why might a man not take a woman seriously and i definitely feel like it goes into like the man not believing a woman knows what she wants you know i I feel like a lot of men think that like, I mean, because I know, like, in a relationship, like, I know there's been times where uh, maybe I wasn't clear on, like, exactly what I wanted from my spouse or whatnot, and I couldn't maybe put it to words so he could understand. And so I really feel like it's very easy for a man to feel like a woman doesn't know what they want, you know? And I feel like men, while they are not better communicators, I think they have better vocabularies. <laughs> you know? I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, it's probably not across the board or whatever. But a lot of men that I know, I feel like they're wordsmiths. And if they wanted to communicate, they would be very good at it. You know, and, mm-hmm. and maybe they are great communicators at work. And it, when it comes to being at home or whatever they you know just decide to like you know chill you know maybe say be a man of a few words at home you know because they're looking at it like okay the woman is going to do the talking i'm going to do the resting and relaxing and i'll just listen you know and i feel like if they just you know communicated you know in all areas then there wouldn't be issue but i really feel like men don't think women know what they want i mean i i think that that's the case in a lot of situations only because there, I think there are a lot of women and this is not so much so true of guys I think there are a lot of women who just want to be in a relationship they mm. want to be married they want to be with somebody without properly understanding what that entails um, they have some women have a idealistic view of what they want rather than what they're truly compatible with so you may want the guy who you know does this that and the third but it's like is your personality truly compatible with that guy it's like no that may just be something you want i uh idealistically so i think that in those kind of situations um it can be like that in a relationship when when you're poking and prodding a woman in a relationship you're trying to figure out what do you want what do you want from me what do you need from me and she starts saying one thing but then doing something else that that can be confusing in a lot of situations yeah I absolutely agree. Uh, yeah, as far as like the compa- like women just wanting to be in relationships, I feel like that that is very very true. I don't, 
and I and I think that has something to do with just how society does women. You know, like mm-hmm. they're always telling you, you know, uh, you know, you're gonna be married one day, you're gonna have children. Like just just the way they shaped women to be, like aspire to be in a relationship. You know, that's just the way it's always been, and so naturally, that's the way women are. You know, they're they're trying mm-hmm. to find their mate, and you know, they're not thinking about compatibility. They're not. Well, a lot of them are. I, I feel like I was. I feel like that was important to me. I feel like like once I was of the age to like date regularly, I, I pretty much can tell who I was compatible with and who I wasn't compatible with. You know, I pretty much could tell who I felt like I could be myself around and who I couldn't. And, you know, who I enjoyed being. I, I pretty much could tell. And then that became a very important thing to me. So I guess it's just living and getting to know who you are and what's important to you to find like mates but a lot of times you know a lot of those things aren't even explored to know right, right. so there is that so uh, what, how do you how do you feel about that like sort of societal programming like of women as far as hey you need to be in a relationship hey you need to have babies um i think <laughs> it Unfortunately, like it to me at the time or whenever so much information we do not have. So a lot of it is just for me right now. I feel like, hey, if we were going to grow as a population or, you know, as a people or whatever, like who's going to have babies? Women. Right. So it's kind of necessary for women to be thinking like uh, find a mate, procreate, you know, like (laughs) I feel like that's important, you know, but like. At a certain point, um, uh, at a certain point, like at this at this day and age or whatnot, like I understand why that is not important to a lot of women. Why a lot of women are, you know, basically like rebelling against that idea. I get it. I get it. You don't want to, you know, just be here for, you know, a, a reason to, you know, make babies or, you know, to need a man. Like I feel like we're just. I guess the longer we stay on this earth or whatever, I guess we are working to be equal. All of us. Every every nation, every, you know, color, every race, every sex, everybody wants to be equal. So it's like, it's just not going to work that way anymore. I'm pretty sure, you know, there'll still be people who, you know, are, you know, looking to, uh, you know, find a mate and be married and have children. There's going to be people who, you know, live in polyamory. And there's going to be people who, you know, who, you know, just never get married and just date around. There's going to be, like, I guess, a little bit of everything. And it's all going to be okay one day, I'm assuming. I mean, the only real problem I have, like, with the, I guess, the quote-unquote societal programming of women with the, you know, find a mate and have babies is that men are not programmed that way. Like, they aren't, they aren't, they aren't, the, the typical man thing is, hey, date around, have your fun you know, so your oats, da 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 and then maybe when you older settle down. And that those things are like completely opposed when you're looking at a woman who's trying to find a mate and you got a guy who's just, you know, trying to have a good time. I think that's part of the problem. Like so, you know, women, you know, to to keep a race going, you have to have babies. But to have a solid household, you need to have a man and a woman in the household like raising a child together. And I think a lot of times it's not emphasized for guys no. And that that just takes my brain somewhere else totally. So, <laughs> I can't help it. I hope you can hang on. Um, so, cool. <laughs> right. So, when I think about that, when you think about, like, how men are programmed and how women are programmed or whatever, I go to the black family, right? So, a large part, like, I think for the longest time, like, there hasn't been, like, it was rare for the man and the woman the mother and the father to be present in the home right and even when like there was a father like I I know for like a long time like all of the work was not close to home right so it was coming for men not to be around you know it was coming so it was like even if even if it was two incomes you were only seeing one parent for the most part right Mm mm-hmm so like I mean yeah like during during the week probably on the weekends right right yeah so even then so like when i think about like you know like biracial you know interracial dating and stuff like that i feel like you know if you think about all the families that were affected by the lack of fathers you know the lack of fathers in the black community i feel like people are searching for normalcy who who got the normalcy 
for the most part, it was the white people. Like, that was like the average family was two parent households. Yeah. So they got that. And so I feel like when people are looking for mates, they're really just looking for normalcy. You know, they're not necessarily looking for, they're not necessarily, oh, this is a white woman or it's a, you know, it's a white man or this is somebody, you know, they're not looking at that. They're looking for somebody who makes them feel normal, especially if they came from the type of home that was broken. You know, they're looking for a quality of life. And if one, if they can meet somebody who actually had that quality, they was ingrained with the quality of life, then that's what they, that's what they're attracted to. Yeah. And that's where my mind went. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, that's cool. Like, I, I completely uh, agree with that. I think that, I mean, my personal theory is that, um, at least within the black community, like, the, the source of a lot of our, our own personal problems, not ones like external, like the U.S. government or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, is just men not being in the home for whatever reason, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, incarceration or, you know, uh, you know, some sort of other issue or having to find employment all over the place. Right. Um, when you have that kind of situation, it puts a whole bunch of things like out of whack because, um, at least the way I was raised and the way I believe in things like the man, need, the man needs to be the head of the household. That doesn't mean dictator. That means just head of the household. You right. Know, to, you know, his wife is equal and all of that. But, um, when you have a guy like outside the home, that means that that black woman has to handle both both duties, you know. Right. And that changes who she has to be within society. And then I think the daughters see that, and then they emulate it, you know, with various problems for guys who also, you know, didn't have a father figure to teach them how um, to treat women and things like that. And you, right. you know, it continues the cycle. Right. Absolutely. Like, how can a man that did not have a father in his home treat a woman? who also did not have a father in her home. Like, how can they even, how can they even be? You know, like, they they don't know their functions, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, of course it's going to be an issue. Of course. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see, let's see where were we. Okay, so we talked about men taking the women seriously you know we know the deal it's kind of ingrained for us to be at conflict like you know with that so who moves the fastest in a relationship men or women um i think that depends like in in my head i want to immediately say men but that only depends on if the man knows what he wants with with my wife we were we were friends for probably i want to say three four years like just straight up and down friends strictly platonic for three or four years and then we both sort of started to fall for each other um after we started dating probably within the first month or two i was like i can marry this woman i'm gonna do what i need to do to try to see see if we can make that happen if she's on board with it we're gonna get married i think when a guy goes into a situation like that he's might he might be moving fairly quickly mm-hmm. um and you know you typically a woman will keep pace with that but if it's a situation where um a guy you know, is in a situation because he's having a good time, or you're fun, or you're cool to talk to, or you're creating bad, or something like that. Um, that long-term lockdown is going to be very slow. Coming. All right, good answer. So, uh, I guess for me, I think what. Okay, so if we're starting from like the initial of like how like them meeting and trying to build something or whatnot. So, like you know, the culture now is kind of like you know, you know sex is important but you know the relationship isn't right so I feel like you know a lot of women are set up for failure because as soon as they're intimate with somebody they kind of get feelings or so it is said this is the claim Mm -hmm. right so I feel like since I feel like the man is more than likely the aggressor there they're the one pushing for sex or whatnot, I feel like the man moves the fastest because I feel like if they were not pushing for that so soon, then the woman couldn't even kick into gear these feelings of trying to make something out of nothing. Yeah. So that's the way I was kind of thinking. I didn't even think about that angle. I think if you're looking at it from that perspective, yeah, I think I think guys probably move faster. Um, but. At least, at least among my friends and a lot of guys I talk to, um, half the time that that pushing for sex is almost like uh, an unintentional test of a woman. Like, because a lot of guys, their opinion is, if I can sleep with her in X amount of time, then anybody can sleep with her in X amount of time, and maybe I don't want to date her because you know she might be easy, quote unquote, and all that. I mean, I get some of that to a point. At the same time, like. Tim, in my opinion about a lot of that is everybody's grown like just because she has sex with you doesn't mean she's having sex with everything you know with on two legs right right 
Yeah, and I, I agree with that. I agree, like, you can't, that's a horrible way to judge, and that's that shouldn't be done. It shouldn't be a test. But whatever. You know, like, I, I know there's women who worked very, very hard to get past, you know, that to be comfortable with, ju- you know, so they're not attaching feelings to anybody they have sex with, you know? So I feel like they've worked very hard to kind of just, if this is something that they enjoy, if they like sex, they shouldn't have to be, you know, attaching feelings to it, you know, just to do it. And if they happen to be attracted to the guy and that happened, they shouldn't be judged, you know? And I feel like, you know, hey, you can't win for losing in that aspect if you're a woman. But hey, if you happen to, like, if if something happens to where y'all get beyond, like, the the first date and having sex or whatever then they might have you know a quality relationship because then they realize like she just happened to be like someone who you know didn't put that much into sex because i feel like i personally believe women should not put that much into sex if you don't know where the relationship is going i agree with that i think i think it's the best thing for women like if you can like detach the feelings from that you're in a great place but that's me personally and you know Okay. No, I, th- I think it should be like that on, on both sides because, like, maybe contrary to popular belief, uh, a lot of guys catch feelings after sex. You know, they may <laughs> oh, show it in different ways. Definitely contrary know, to like, popular let, belief. Let him see her with somebody else after he thought, you know, like they were they were only to, you know, have relations or whatever. He's probably going to feel some type of way. He may not, like, say it up front, but I think a lot of guys catch feelings that way, too. Oh, okay. And I, I think it's about going into a situation knowing what you want like if everybody involved just wants to have a good time then you know do y'all thing have a good time but if it's a situation where it's like i want i may want a relationship then you need to get that get to know that person before you guys like even start having sex in my opinion i I think Uh, so i think so i think that's very important but you know it hardly ever gets there so when i'm listening to people like other podcasts and different shows i'm just like it's like it's set up for everybody to be confused you know (laughs) it's set up that way it's set up for the woman to be looking like she's desperate for a relationship and thirsty it's set up that way and and guys you know because they happen to hide i feel like when it comes to like feelings and you know caring and maybe attaching feelings to sex i feel like guys hide that way better than women do way better like almost to where people don't believe that's a thing but <laughs> no, it's definitely. A <laughs> but yeah, I just that's just what I think. But yeah, for real, that was cool. Uh, and so I guess that kind of goes into why I feel like women are if women should even take men seriously, and what are the signs if they should? And for me, I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I would take today I don't think I would take guys seriously I would not like I don't know what they would have to do to make me take it seriously but I I just I I think it's too hard (laughs) I think it's I feel for women out there right now trying to find somebody to be with because I would find it extremely hard to take anybody seriously so I don't know I have no answers I just thought it was a cool question for like conversation purposes no i i, I definitely agree like i, I do not envy anyone just <laughs> trying to find a real relationship like in these days and times i'm happy i, I found who i need to be with and I'm right because things are kind of weird out here now and i think uh as far as women taking a man serious i think that goes to acting speaking louder than words like he a lot of guys got a lot of game. They know exactly what to say. They even scout people using social media and stuff like that. So like, oh, she likes this, she likes that. I'm going to bring that up so I can smash. Um, <laughs> but that's about getting to know somebody first. You know, God, like eventually somebody's actions, if they if they don't mean what they say, are going to, their actions are going to say something else about it. Yeah. The, the thing is that just that takes time, you know, and, and that can be kind of frustrating too. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and I guess that's the thing that's important. Like if you're not interested in investing the time, then weed them out. You know? <laughs> that's easy. Cuz I'm telling you like right now as somebody who's probably like why well, I feel like I've been really laid back when I was dating or whatever. I f- I guess I was still serious enough to where I was able to weed out the people who were not, you know, talking about nothing. Mm-hmm. So it was it, it that wasn't hard for me. Like, you know, you have one conversation with me, you can pretty much tell. 
<laughs> you know, like, hey, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not about it. Like, I'm not into, like, you know, people, some people, like, I guess, get off on having women, you know, looking for them, you know, word about them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think for some guys, that's cool or whatever. And I think it's, you know. That's a sign of immaturity to me. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's dangerous, too. <laughs> you know, like, you, yeah. you should not be trying to look to do that to women because everybody ain't stable. So, yeah, don't. It's not cool. <laughs> don't do that. It's not cool. Nah, but yeah, I, I feel you. Just I, I think like the amount of clowns out here, like is from a guy's perspective. This is a guy like talking about other guys. Like the amount of the amount of guys that are not suited for a relationship. I think there are more of them than than are suited for a relationship. Um, the fact of the matter, by and large, is that guys mature a lot slower than women. You know, we're a lot hard, more hard-headed than women. Um, we're a lot more closed off than a lot of women. So that means that relationship-wise, uh, it's going to be a lot more difficult, like, to, to find a man who's already gotten over himself, who has a proper understanding of, of who women are and what a man is supposed to be in a relationship, especially when you factor in, like, all the different things that, that essentially sabotage that, you know, single-parent home, you know, uh, depending on the environment you grew up in, depending on the people you grew up, grew up around, you know, the kind of friends you have. Uh, a lot of guys don't look at women uh, other than anything more than a good time. Like they look at they look at a woman the same way they look at an Xbox. Oh my goodness! It's, it's sad. It's sad out here. Some of these conversations I have with guys are just appalling. Oh like, like I, you have no goodness. business being around a woman. You you don't have your stuff together enough to even be talking to a woman properly yet. Wow! I see that was the first. Like they just knocked my socks off. They looking at women like they looking at Xboxes. <laughs> I mean, they don't say it that way. But I like, know, but I believe it's like, probably accurate, but it kills me. Oh, that's crazy. That's insane. It's probably accurate, though. Yeah. My God. Oh, that was good. Um, No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like, you just, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful. Because, <laughs> you know, like, nothing was perfect. You know, being in a relationship, getting to know my husband or whatever, nothing was perfect, but it, it's perfect in a sense to, you know, for it to get to where it is today. You know, mm-hmm. everything that happened was required for us to be where we are today. But at the same time, like, it is a mess out there. It is a mess. And then to hear, like, different people who have been in, like, they're on marriage number three, and you're just like, okay, so are you even certain you want to be married? You know, like, yeah, yeah. like, when do you say marriage isn't for you or do you just keep getting married like you know like mm-hmm. i don't know and is marriage even the best thing for people who are like frustrated like so like the the situation the conversation that you know created love uh men love ultimatums like i don't even know if the best thing is to get married I feel like I feel like it's kind of like pressure to do something, but honestly, it should have just been maybe just go separate ways, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, like I'm a big fan of um, premarital counseling. Like, if this is something that you guys want to, you know, two people want to really get involved in, you need to actually know what you're getting involved in because, especially if you're somebody like, you know, somebody in my situation, for example. Um, I grew up for the most part in a single parent uh, household. Like my father was in and out, but um, I didn't know. Like even even when I looked at relatives, you know, my grandmother and stuff like that, I didn't know what a healthy relationship looked like. All I knew was what you don't do in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for someone like me, I had to go seek out people who I saw were in happy relationships. And I don't mean two or three years. I mean like 30, 40 type years. These are the kind of people that like guys I sat down with and and they gave me like a lot of counsel. It's like. This is what marriage really looks like. This is what you're going to need to be doing. This is things you don't need to be doing, you know, in a relationship, you know, to mentally prepare myself for what I was really getting into. Because I, I feel I feel like if you ask a lot of people who want to get married, quote unquote, um, why do you want to get married? I think you're going to get a lot of dead air there. I think you're going to get, you know, if people were being honest, I think I want a ring. I think I want a marriage. I mean, I think I want a wedding. You know, guys like, you know, I'm trying to be grown. But it's like, why do you really want to get married? You know, not necessarily to that person, but like, why do you want to get married, period? You know, that's something that, that somebody needs to properly understand. And at least, like, 
I can't speak for your relationship, but I mean, 99% of them are, are this way to me. Um, marriage is something that you have to actively fight for day after day after day after day. It's not something that automatically lines up and gets better and you guys are all rosy all the time. It's something you have to fight for. And I think a lot of people ain't got that kind of fighting. That's why they get divorced easily. No, you were right. No, I absolutely positively agree with you having to fight for your marriage daily. I honestly, I, I couldn't have put it any better because it is definitely a fight. And for me, like, because of the way I was raised, honestly, truth be told, if I wasn't raised the way I was raised, marriage would have not been important to me. I, mm. I could tell you that <laughs> because okay. I know that for a fact, but here how it worked out was like I couldn't have done it any better I just knew like I I found somebody that I wanted to be with I wanted to so naturally because of the way I was raised we need to be married you know that's just how it has to be we we have to be married we can't do this other stuff we can't just shack up and live together we have to be married and because of that you know I ended up marrying somebody I truly love but before I was just marrying someone I knew I wanted to be with them. You know, like, mm-hmm. I knew, like, right. from, like, the first few times we hung out and just the conversations we had, I knew he was making me better. You know, I knew, mm-hmm. I knew, like, I knew that. Like, I knew we were making each other better. I knew we had a connection that I had never had before. Like, you know, <laughs> for me, it was, like, somebody who I didn't get to run. Like, for, for whatever reason, I kept running into guys that basically... I would have gotten anything I wanted from them. And I guess for me, I never, I always was after the challenge and everything am I do in my life. I'm always after a challenge. And so it's not somebody telling me no all the time. It's just somebody with their own mind. You know, yeah. it's somebody that, you know, has an opinion. And you hear that a lot from men, like, oh, chicks don't have opinions. They just do whatever you want. No, for me, it was like guys were like that. Oh, whatever you want. No, no. What do you want to do? You know, I'm not interested in just dating myself. Like, I feel like if I would have yeah. dated a guy that was just into me and all that I wanted to do, it would have been dating myself. You know, basically making what yeah. I want happen. So I just wanted somebody where I would actually have a true relationship where, you know, we would, you know, basically learn about each other. You know, do what he liked to do and do what I like to do. And, you know, always, I guess the differences would help us both grow, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was looking for. And that's what I got. And we do have to fight because we're we're different, but we do we are a lot alike. And we do have to, you know, constantly be, you know, dealing with whatever we're having to deal with because I'm changing every day. He's changing every day. But I can I can see where I'm trying I make him want to grow and I can see how he makes me want to grow. And it's just like we want to grow together. Like we're not leaving each other anybody nobody's leaving each other behind. Like I'm not gonna be left behind, you're not gonna outdo me. And he's like, You're not gonna outdo me. So it's like a a friendly competition, but it's because we both know, you know, we want to grow together. And we don't ever want to look at each other and be like, what happened to you? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's- yeah. I mean, Crystal, like, to be honest with you, I think that's that's an amazing thing. That's a beautiful thing. But, like, most importantly, like, it's a sign of maturity. The fact that you were looking for someone uh, that was going to actually be a, a helpmate, somebody who's going to help you. Uh, improve somebody that you could pour into as well I think to me that's that's what marriage is about that's that's part of the reason that I'm you know attracted to my wife the way I am because she edifies me she, she checks me she helps me grow um she doesn't enable me in things that aren't productive um like all, all those all those kind those are the kind of things that are going to last 40 50 years you know right. when other things start to fade away those are the inherent parts of somebody's personality that that show that they care about you to the point that they want to help you grow those are those are foundations for a relationship. Right. 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 And that's that's awesome. It it really is. I'm I think it's important, especially as young people, to, you know, have that understanding of like what marriage is and what it looks like and not have this unrealistic expecta- expectation of marriage cuz I'm afraid of the unrealistic expectations. Super do. I'm so afraid yeah. of that. Um, cause I feel like they happen, you know, like they, they come out of nowhere. Somebody's not being realistic, you know, and I see it happen all the time. I just see it happen all the time. And I, I just really, it's, it all, all it boils down to is the unrealistic expectations. And a lot of people struggle with that because they feel like they're supposed to find 
every single thing they ever wanted in a mate. They they feel like they're actually they're supposed to find that. Like the person is right out of a book that you can order. You listed everything that you wanted, and they're going to be everything that you wanted. And I'm not saying that it's not it's not possible. I'm just saying like some of that is unrealistic. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like you know, I, I agree with what you said a hundred a hundred percent. You have to you have to like you, there there are things I think people make a mental list and you know I hear about this like you know relationship experts saying this like definitely have a list of things that you want and then have things that are non-negotiable I think the things that are non-negotiable shouldn't be necessarily material things though like he has to have this kind of job he has to be this height he has to look this way <laughs> and, and vice versa like she doesn't she has to look this way she has to look this, have this kind of job she has to have this amount of money those kind of things like those, those are things that could very well change, you know, in the future. Like the kind of things you need to be looking for in a relationship are the, the intangible things that, that somebody can't just go get. They have to have them already, you know, as far as helping you. Right. And then and then you have to know yourself. Like like part of part of the like I, I've been wanting to be married for a long time. It was it was one of my life goals since I was a teenager even. I I just wanted to be married, you know, Aww. raise a family and stuff. But <laughs> I didn't know myself well enough at 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 to be, be, be getting married to anybody. Like, right. people have to know themselves first and know what their idiosyncrasies are before they start getting in a relationship with somebody else. Because if you if you can't help yourself, you can't help somebody else. Right, 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 right. No, that, that's absolutely true. There is, it is very important to get to know, know yourself, even if, you know, because I feel like know yourself to an extent, you know, to where you, you to, to where you at least are familiar with you know what's important to you you know because I feel like we are constantly changing that's why I feel like it's so hard for that's why you're fighting for your marriage every day because you're changing every day and they're changing every day you know like even if it's not right before your eyes and it's not like there's something you can actually point out but there are changes like as far as the way we see things what we believe what we want to do like all of that stuff is constantly changing and you know either changing for uh, changing us for the better or for the worse or whatnot and that's why you're fighting for it every day because you know it's just not going to be the same you're not going to sit still ever you know you're never going to do that and right. i don't know if y'all have kids yet but like that that changes <laughs> no any change that just it just lord knows like that, 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 I don't know. I'm kind of nervous when you say that because like no, it's like we're working on. And no, listen. You say it, I'm like, I no, don't know. no, no. Listen, I encourage kids. Kids are awesome. They they are going to add a lot to your relationship. It's just they're adding to it. You understand? It's an addition. It's extra. <laughs> 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 yeah, and you know, like I I'm not gonna make it like it's a bad thing because it's not like oh my god the the. Our little girl adds so much beauty to our lives, but ooh, she she teach she's teaching you something. She's adding to the relationship. You know, like the child is adding to the they're teaching you something. Like they're not coming here just to be your child, just to, you know, be uh, you know, another individual to be doted on. Like they come with curriculum and they are ready to teach you whether you're ready to learn or not. You understand? They are teachers. <laughs> they are teachers. Um, but yeah, so I'm just like the relationship in itself is a beautiful thing and there's always things changing and adding to and taking away from the relationship and it's just about the two individuals deciding, you know, to be together and wanting to be together and it's not, you know, a, a life sentence more like, you know, uh, an agreement to, you know, love, you know, someone forever yeah. or yeah. as long as possible and even then. I've always been happy to say, or I, I strongly believe within my heart, like I love my spouse so much that I'm willing to let him go if necessary. Mm. I, I'm never, I'm never going to hold him back. If he truly doesn't believe his happiness is with me, I am open to letting him go. Now I'm not saying I'm just gonna like walk away, leave me here. It's gonna hurt, it's gonna be painful, definitely. But I believe I can hold to the fact that I love him. So I'm not trying to, you know, make him my prisoner for life, you know? That's and dope. and that's important to me. That's very important to me. So yes. Yeah, you, you all the way grown, like with, with your <laughs> outlook as far as this stuff goes. I don't know how long you've been married, but 
don't know. Maybe, maybe we need to sit down and talk to y'all. <laughs> it's been eight years. We've been married for eight years. Okay. Yeah, so, and we're like, how do we? We are 35. Um, <laughs> we're the same age. Uh, he's July, I'm August. So, oh, August what? I'm August 25th. Okay, I'm the third. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And yeah, he's July. You're probably a Cancer. I'm a Leo. You a, no, you a Leo? Yeah, I forgot Leo. Yeah. So no, he's July. So he's a Cancer, and I'm a Virgo. And so yeah, we make for an interest, an interesting uh, couple. But we are definitely compatible. Definitely, definitely. But I'm not into that kind of stuff really. I just it's interesting though. <laughs> Would, would, would he be open uh, to coming on the show with you, our show, Like Mary Fly? I mean, he may. I could definitely ask him. <laughs> he, you know what? He he would be great. He would be great. But um, I have to ask him. I just have to see what he says. He, he probably has a little nerves when it comes to just, like, talking as far as, like, he, he he's, he's good at talking. He's a wonderful speaker. Like, he's one of the men I know that's a wordsmith, but it's like when it comes to this type of thing, He's kind of standoffish, but I could definitely ask him. I, I think it would be interesting. I would love to see it happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could definitely ask him. We could just we okay. all we could do is see. I, Cause I, I mean, the reason we started Black Rain Fly, like for me, it was just um, it was my wife's idea. But it was a situation where I think black marriage, at least in in the in the uh, in black culture and society. It's like a, a well-kept secret. Like, when, when you look at the amount of black couples, there are lots of black couples. Mm -hmm. It's not something we talk about very often. And at least for me, um, learning from people who have been places that I'd like to be that I'm not not quite at yet. You know, like, you guys are eight years in. Me and Candace are only two, so I feel mm -hmm. like we have things to learn from you guys. That's the reason we came to the show in the first place. Cool. Cool. Well, not like that. I think I've listened to, like, maybe once or twice, um, just to be honest. Because at one point, I was listening to everybody that popped up. And then, like, now at this point, like, I'm kind of, like, hiding from podcasts. Because, no, honestly, no, not not in a negative way, but, you know, for the for the um, reason for, like, my, vo my voice being authentic or whatever, like, I like to feel like I'm it's not influenced by anyone else. So, a lot of times, like, I won't listen to anybody else so I can get on here and clearly, you know, just download whatever I'm thinking. So, that's, like, the only reason. And then, like, my, my current job, it's a fairly new job, and... I just haven't had the time that I usually I, I'm used to to like devote to podcasts and listening to yeah. them. So that's the only reason. I, I mean, but you, I mean, you can do what you want when you're popping. You're kind of popping out here. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes it doesn't feel like that. But, you know, I, I do appreciate whatever I'm getting. <laughs> you know, I, I do appreciate it. And I appreciate that. So thank you. But yeah, like, so I know we, as far as my little uh, device is saying, we've been talking for like over an hour and I feel like we've got a good show. I, I really enjoyed the conversation. Um, I really appreciate you for coming on and I would, I, I'm going to go ask my husband as soon as we get off <laughs> to see if he's right. willing to do stuff. Yeah. Cause I would love it. I would love it. Cause he can't come on my show. Now I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. You, I feel like you're playing, not playing. <laughs> no, a, a part of me is planned, but another part of me is very, very serious. But yeah, um, no, I'm gonna go ask him as soon as we get off here. But thank you for this, and I, I would love to, like, you know, conversate with your wife and all that stuff. And you know, cause y'all are not too far out, I'm pretty sure it's doable. Okay. Yeah, we we'd love to have you guys. It'd be awesome. Well, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time this has been fun and tell people where they can find you you can find black rain fly we're on itunes we're on soundcloud we're on stitcher we're on com, which is my radio station that i own basically if, if you go to google and you just type in black rain fly spaces or no spaces we pop up cool all right then well with that said thank you and good night and it's been a blast all right guys that is going to wrap up the episode for this week thanks for tuning in once again you guys make me feel great um i just i just appreciate you so go into your week make it the best week possible make it better than last week and you know do your thing <laughs> i'll never know how to say bye 
but in short, bye.